familiar? If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. Ouch! That's what I think of when I think of our next topic. There's nothing more rewarding than looking down at a sweet, smiling face while you breastfeed, but then one day it happens. Your baby is teething and you are the ultimate chew toy. Now, that sweet, smiling face is accompanied by a little giggle <laughs> because you yelled out from a bite. Today, we're discussing breastfeeding challenges and when babies bite. We're the boob group. I use a breast pump. I hand express milk for my baby. I exclusively breastfeed. I use a nipple shield. I breastfed after a C-section. I use a milk bank. I breastfeed in public whenever I feel like it. I pump at work. I breastfeed with a cover. I breastfeed twins. I give my baby bottles. I made my own supplemental nursing system. I supplement with formula. I talk to my baby while I breastfeed. I'm breastfeeding as a survivor of sexual abuse. When I have extra milk, I share it with other Mom, we are equal. We are the Boob Group. Welcome to the Boob Group. We're here to support all moms wanting to provide breast milk to their babies. I'm your host, Priya Namard. I'm also the founder of the Moms Pump Here Nursery Locator app, which helps moms all over the world find great places to pump and breastfeed their babies. If you haven't yet, we encourage you to download the new Mommy Media Network app, which gives you easy access to all of our episodes. You can also subscribe to our podcast through iTunes, so all our latest episodes can be downloaded straight to your device automatically. And if you're on iTunes, please leave us a review so other moms can learn about us. Let's meet the mamas joining our conversation today. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your family. Hi, everybody. I'm Rachel Jackson. Priya, thanks for having me on this great show. It's such an important topic. I'm the president and founder of Rachel's Remedies LLC, and I invented a moist heat or cooling device for breastfeeding moms to help solve all kinds of problems, including the pain from a sweet, biting little baby. So when I was nursing my babies, I had all these very painful and common conditions and quickly found there was no treatment on the market. So I invented Rachel's Remedy Breastfeeding Relief Packs to solve that problem. Hi, I'm Andrea Mitchell. I do not have any inventions under my belt, but I do have two boys. Uh, my oldest Those is... are your inventions. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was going to say. <laughs> Most important. Um, my oldest is almost two years old, um, and I never actually went through any teething issues with him and did have to wean when I became pregnant with my youngest, who he'll be six months tomorrow. And he actually is very much going through teething right now, two bottom teeth. I've already cut through, and top four are presently making their way out. So I get, I get bit a lot. I know. <laughs> oh. 
And I'm Sunny. I'm producing today's show, and I do have um, some experience with this, maybe not as as much as uh, most of the mamas on today's show, but I have four kids, and I breastfed all of them. I pumped a little bit for all of them, and I, you know, as far as biting is concerned, you know, maybe a little bit. Actually, I will say with my first two, I really didn't make it far enough in the, the I think, breastfeeding process as far as, you know, breastfeeding for six months or whatever. I think they say at about the six-month mark is when this, you know, can happen depending on when your kids get their teeth. Um, and by that point, with my two boys, we were kind of transitioning and, and doing a lot of supplementation, and they were doing a lot more bottle stuff. So I didn't really experience it with the boys. Um, my last two are girls, and they're twins. So I breastfed, still kind of breastfeeding them. I don't know. Um, still lactating, though. And it's been almost three years. And so for them, a little bit more biting. But it, I never, you know, Priya, when you're talking about in the intro, you know, the bite and then they look at you and smile. <laughs> I, I never went through that with them. I, I truly do believe that any of the accidental bitings were just that accidental. And that I was like, what are you doing? Like, don't do that again. <laughs> that it was not, you know, don't literally do not bite the hand that feeds you. <laughs> and so <laughs> once I kind of made that distinction, um, any other bitings were just, you know, um, I just think they were accidental. So never had the cute little haha, mom, I'm gonna go get you kind of thing. Um, but yes, I have felt the the pain of biting, and but it's been minimal. Yeah, I have two boys, and my first similar, I, I had no um, real issues with. But with my second, and his personality is still like this. He um, <laughs> he's doing all the things that you read about with biting because there are a lot of different reasons babies bite or a few different reasons babies bite. And one of them is when they first start teething and it hurts. And so they're looking for a way to soothe, you know, that pain. But then the other is to get your attention. And that's the real one that feels so intentional and makes, you know, you get mad like, no, that's, you know, bad. But I did all the wrong things because I didn't know what to do at the time. Now I know. So it's easier for me to tell people what to do. It's so one of the things that I always say is don't scream, which is like the hardest thing not to do. <laughs> and that's exactly what I used to do because it can really scare them and then go on a nursing strike, um, you know, if they're sensitive babies. But it's uh, what I ended up having to do to stop the biting was I had to put down my phone, turn off the TV, you know, and just really make the eye contact and make them know you're right there because they wanted the attention. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And hi, mamas. I'm Priya. I am your host. And I also have three children. And my oldest is now 14. But my youngest, Liam, I breastfed him until he was three. So he had plenty of teeth. <laughs> 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 and I had the giggles. And I had the moments where I just freaked out. And I remember so clearly how numb my nipples were. By the, <laughs> like at some point uh, and when he stopped breastfeeding I, I remember the numbness so clearly and wondering when are they going to bounce back because I felt nothing <laughs> so welcome everybody I'm so glad all of you can join us today for this great conversation sounds familiar if your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try it was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. 
You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. All right, so let's talk about a news headline before we dive into the main part of our conversation today. I like to highlight moms that are doing some amazing things, even in in the moment if they don't realize they're doing something amazing. Um, I think we need to get the word out about this kind of stuff. And this story, you guys may have heard of it, but it's about a mom who is doing a half marathon. She's a breastfeeding mom. And basically, she needed to pump. She needed to express her milk while she's doing a half marathon. And she literally did that. She slowed down her pace. Uh, I don't know how she got the pump. I don't think that the, you know, I, I have this. She probably I had don't it know. in her fanny pack or something. Yeah, but can you it. imagine running with that? Like just no, one more thing to have no. to run with? I mean, I can't even imagine running, let alone <laughs> doing what she did. It's like, she's a I know. Well, somehow she was able to hook this thing up and she quit running and was just walking at a brisk pace and uh, started pumping and still continued on with the marathon and, and or half marathon, I guess, and then uh, finished it up. But this is I think this is such an amazing story. She had no intention for this to like get out and be such a big thing. Um, but she said people were just kind of passing her and she was just kind of doing her thing. Um, other fellow people were cheering her on. And, you know, this is such a good example of life happens. And we we as moms just kind of have to adapt. Um, and this is the ultimate form of adapting. I mean, you think about running a half marathon, everything's about speed, right? So, yeah. you know, <laughs> her having to slow down to do this, um, you know, is, is really says something. So, so what do you guys think, Priya? Well, I have to commend her because I, I'm just thinking about the hand eye coordination. Like, you're so, you have to stay in this mindset and stay focused on what you're doing, especially if you want to make a certain time if you're running a marathon. But then she had to do it extra amount of planning, like, okay, what am I going to do? What if I get really engorged? There's no way I'm going to be able to, like, you have to think about all these things that probably went on her mind before yeah. the actual marathon. Like, how do I prep for this? Oh my God. Am I going to have to pump? Oh, well, screw everybody. <laughs> I'm whip it out anyway. <laughs> pump them in. Like she had to like, had this thought in her mind before, like, this is going to be my plan. So I think, oh, right. she's definitely a rock star for doing it. Right. To me, she's Wonder Woman. I mean, I just think that that is incredible. There was so, you know, it's so hard to pump even when you're at work worrying about someone walking in or, you know, just the stigma of it. And for her to have that kind of courage is exactly what we need to, you know, get it out there and get more women more comfortable with it. And I love the reaction from everything that I've seen in the news that it's so supportive and everyone's looking up to her and it's just awesome. I hadn't even um, heard about the story until you had it here. And that, I, as you said, I think Priya, I think you just said it about pumping at work. Like, I can't even coordinate it at work, never mind while running. That would just be impossible and blows <laughs> right. my mind. It's amazing. So good for her. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. And she does say that, uh, you know, it's, her whole goal with this was to empower moms not to be afraid to nurse in public. This takes it to a whole other level, though. It does, not just it nursing does. in public. Pre-planned. It <laughs> yes. makes me feel inadequate now that she did that. And I have a hard time sometimes doing my stuff. 
<laughs> well, it makes me wonder if she had some stuff even, you know, kind of configured already. Because if this article, this particular one, maybe there's another one that kind of goes more into detail. But how would you do that handoff? You know, I'm thinking maybe she already had on some sort of pumping tank. I mean, obviously, this wasn't just out of the blue. She did have to have some planning with this. But um, maybe she had some stuff already hooked up. So it was just a matter of just, you know kind of, you know, hooking up just the, the, whatever, the tubes and stuff to the actual pump machine. But then I, I, again, walking around with a pump, like, you know what I mean? That's just extra weight. And, and you know, I've done a couple marathons and you have, there's rubbing that goes on between your nipples and your clothes when you're running. So you have to put tape over it. So how did she maneuver that? I I don't know. (laughs) We have a lot of questions for her. Figure that all out. Exactly. If you ever find her, have her interview and like tell everybody how she did it. I know, right? (laughs) Uh, Well, her name's Anna Young. She's out of Utah, and so I don't know. Maybe we'll try to track down Anna uh, to be on the show because she's definitely got a great story to share. Today we're talking about breastfeeding challenges when babies bite. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't think of a more painful topic than this one. I almost laugh at myself thinking about how happy my babies were when they bit me while nursing and laughed for my reaction. So what were your challenges when your babies were breastfeeding and they bit? Like, how did you approach that? I mean, currently right now, every time I get bit by Bradley's my youngest. So every time he bites me, it it is typically like I'll be looking at my toddler or looking at my phone or something. So I'll stop doing what I'm doing and I'll look at him. And then if I look away even for a split second, he does it again and laughs at me. So it is kind of that attention thing. Um, But I can't I still can't decide if I think it's attention or teething or both. Um, cause he's in that phase where it doesn't matter what we have in front of him. He's immediately trying to take it and chew it. So it, it oh, might be yeah. a little bit of everything. He may just think it's really funny. Oh, he does. <laughs> he does find it hilarious. He does like my reaction when I say, ow, and, and I say, no, um, I've had to do the, put him down and let him scream for a while. Uh, and I hate doing that. It breaks my heart, Yeah. but I, I haven't had a choice cause of how much he's bit me. He did draw blood once. Ooh. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> One of the things that I did that um, I found really worked, helped a lot, was really turning down the lights, minimizing the distractions, and like I said before, having to you know put down all the stuff that got me through nursing so many times when I would just sit there and having to just stare, you know, but just that the pain was enough to make me not worry about me being bored or, you know, wanting to return emails or whatever. And so just staring into each other's eyes and really watching for the cues, because you can get those cues when he starts to get distracted or when he doesn't seem as hungry anymore. Get that boob off of him because he's about to bite you. (laughs) Yeah, those cues are so important. Oh, my God. (laughs) They really are. And if you're able to, you know get rid of the distractions enough to really watch and notice them, I think that it can make the biting stop faster. Well, in the putting down the electronics and shutting everything off, that's easy. It's the telling the, the almost two-year-old to be quiet. That's impossible. Impo- yeah, you're right. That especially when challenge. he's like climbing up on the coffee table and doing things that he shouldn't be doing. And I'm trying to ask him to stop. And then I have the other one biting me at the same time. So Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I guess part of it for you and I guess a lot of other 
women have that challenge too, is that you can't just shut off the distractions when you have a toddler right there. So what can you do to keep that toddler busy and quiet time, you know, and so you have to double plan for that and try and think of things to keep that, that little one busy too, to save the health of your nipples. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just powered through um, breastfeeding when he was biting um, because I just had to get through it. I wasn't thinking. And plus I had two young, young kids at the time. Jaden was five and Ava was four. So I, 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 I mean, my memory's a little shot, but I know there must've been times where I screamed at them to stop doing stuff or, you know, trying to maneuver, you know, walking around holding Liam and breastfeeding while I was trying to do things with them. So that allowed him to bite more. (laughs) So I, it was just about me powering through it and getting through it. Basically, not that I recommend that to every mom, but, you know, had to do what I had to do, basically. Yeah. And I mean, I think it also helps if you know all the things that you can at least try to make it stop faster than, you know, try them all. Because the faster you can get that baby to stop biting, the better. And I mean, I really found that when I screamed, it, it did not have even though like in that moment he let go and he looked scared. But everything I've read about it, it's the negative reinforcement. It's not good for them. It doesn't really teach them the right message. Um, and, and it hurts them. They cry, you know, and they, they're scared. So the best thing you can do is really use your pinky to get them to unlatch and remove them and say, I'm not going to, we're not going to nurse, no bite. And they learn. Babies can learn. And that's the important thing. So did it, did it affect your breastfeeding patterns at all? Oh my God. Yes. I, I mean, I went from like, I'm a huge multitasker. So I would literally have an entire office set up around my breastfeeding in my bed. I had my laptop, I had my phone there, I had a notepad. Um, and so I had little by little, I had to whittle it down and do, um, I, I really fed him when I knew he was hungry. Like I would give him, um, this is a good trick. I always gave him a teething toy before I nursed. And if this is a good sign, if he's chewing on it like crazy, it's a teething thing. And if he starts sucking on it and giving you real hunger signs, then he'll nurse. And I would like um, make sure that his latch, it was a deep latch because they, if you have a deep latch, they can't bite your nipple. And if they're nursing, they can't bite your nipple. So I would start putting away those electronics and then start looking for the signs that he was getting full or slowing down on his sucking because then, you know, that's when he would start to bite. So I would go from like a really lit room with a million electronics and things going on to basically the, you know, 1900s, no electricity, <laughs> and just sitting there in the dark. Again, you got to do <laughs> what you got to do, right? Faster. Yeah, you got to do it. What about teething toys? A really good idea. I never even thought of that. Yeah, and you can really see the signs. Yeah, if he just is gnawing on it, that you know he's hurting, and he just that's that's what it's about. Did it affect your breastfeeding patterns at all? I mean, it has a little bit. I feel like it's kind of affected my supply a little, just with the you know the he has to remove everything in order for me to keep making it, Um, but. Other than that, I don't think it has as much except for like me having to put him down and and make sure that he waits a little bit to know that it's not okay to bite mommy over and over again. And I'm just wondering now, thinking back, if I just had, if my oldest wasn't at that point yet, because I was very distracted with him when I was breastfeeding him. I was finishing grad school and uh, doing work. So I constantly was connected and, and typing when I was breastfeeding him. But I think I officially stopped with him when he was around eight or nine months. So 
I feel like he was old enough that he, he, not that I'm, I'm happy that he didn't, but that he should have been at the point of biting. Yeah, some babies just don't bite, which is a beautiful thing. <laughs> they all should they all should do that. I know. They should all talk to each other and try that out. <laughs> but the important thing and a message I would love to get across to women um, that are going through this or that are scared of this is that it really doesn't have to last very long. And you should try and power through it, like Priya said, because the recommendation is to breastfeed for at least a year. So if you quit at that six month mark, um, because of just the biting and not for other reasons, like I'm not judging anybody for their length of breastfeeding, but if that's why you're quitting, know that that's gonna end soon and that doesn't last for the rest of the six months. It really does end. So now that your child is biting while breastfeeding, what can mamas do to soothe the pain or divert the biting? We'll be right back. Welcome back. Today we're talking breastfeeding challenges and when babies bite. Okay, so what are some methods you use while your child was biting as you nurse? I know we sort of touched upon it in the first half of this of this episode, but did you see did you seek assistance? What are some tips that you could share with moms listening today? I mean, so far I other than this, I actually really haven't really looked anything up or asked anybody any advice about it, which I, I probably should have. Um, so I'm getting a lot of good ideas right now. So thank you, everybody, for all the ideas so far. <laughs> oh, good. Hopefully you'll get more, too. Yeah. Um, I, you know, for me, the biggest things uh, that I hear from my all my customers and all the women that I talk to, the most effective things are to really watch for those signs of boredom mm -hmm. or um, attention, you know, wanting attention. And there are signs, like if they start kind of kicking with their feet or fidgeting or just trying to get your attention in any way and slowing down on the nursing, those are really important signs to watch for. And you can break the latch before you get, um, you get that bite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just be gentle <laughs> with your babies. Um, first and foremost, you know, the first reaction when it, the first time it happens, we're going to have that, that ouch moment. But afterwards, we just have to be more conscious. Um, and of course, you know, looking for the signs, but our reaction needs just needs to be gentler with our babies um, from that, that point on. I totally agree. And I mean, just try so hard not to scream or yell. And some babies think it's funny when you do that and then they do it again because they want to see your reaction. Yeah, and they laugh. So, <laughs> yeah. So some are going to think it's funny. Some are going to be incredibly hurt because they're sensitive and scared and could go on a nursing strike. So it could have such a bad reaction to it. Um, so it, yeah, just say in a soft, soft voice, no biting, no biting. And, and that's what you got to do over and over. And the positive reinforcement. So you talked about yes. negative reinforcement last time. <clears throat> so what are ways moms can implement positive reinforcement? So if the baby latches correctly, so you're in the middle of breastfeeding and then, um, he or she might bite a little bit. And then you'll pull, pull away your nipple and just give it a, you pause for a second. And then the baby latches back on. You can, you know, praise your baby and say, oh my God, that was such a great job. Good job, baby. You know, um, great latch or whatever you need to say just to offer that positive reinforcement, even your facial expressions, because that's what they're looking for also. You're, that's why they would, they laugh <laughs> when you react like that, because they're <laughs> looking at your face. That's why they laugh, that's right. <laughs> so yeah, there are so many studies that show that that positive reinforcement, that babies, especially, I mean, at every age, we all learn from positive reinforcement, but that age, your baby wants your positive reinforcement more than anything in the world. And it means so much and it is so powerful. Yep, yeah, absolutely. 
Also, another great tip is distracting your baby. So, you know, we talked about using the chew toy before to, you know, offset the biting, but even having like other toys around or, you know, I don't even want to say have your phone around because you should be focusing (laughs) on your baby, Um, but just having other things around, you know, even a book um, with pictures that you put, you know, you're showing the baby the book with the other hand, (laughs) multitasking, Um, just looking for other things to distract your baby so they don't bite down as hard or they can look away for a second before they bite. (laughs) Things like that would be awesome. Do you guys have any more tips in your experience? Oh, yes. <laughs> that teething toy that we talked about is a great thing to use before and after, before to just kind of gauge if your baby's really hungry. Mm-hmm. And then after, if you do, if your baby does bite, to immediately give your baby a, a chew toy, you know, like whether it's a cold thing or, or whatever, some sort of teething toy. And I am um, definitely and, doing that next time this happens now that yeah, I know that. Yeah, <laughs> try that. Let us know how it works for you. I will. That's, that can be really effective. Um, and then, and you know, as they're chewing on that chew toy, you say, don't bite mama. Don't chew mama. Chew your toy. Mm-hmm. So have you guys ever been in a situation where the baby bit down and didn't let go? Has that ever happened? I haven't yet, thankfully. I, no, thank. God, but I have read about that. <laughs> it's more rare than than anything. So ladies, don't be scared when you hear that yeah. because that really is the, it's very rare. But if you, the what I've heard and read about this is that if you, instead of trying to break the latch, something even more effective, effective can be either to really softly uh, plug his nose and then his automatic reaction is going to be to open his mouth and boom, he let go. Or to lean in with your breast more so that it gets a deeper latch and then use your finger to get get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and try not to freak out. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. It's right. <laughs> oh, the thought of if that happens does hurt just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, it's but... painful just thinking about it. Oh my goodness. It really, really is. And then the other thing is, is if they really do have a good latch and if they're nursing, it is impossible for them to bite while they're nursing. So if you are watching them and you're not the one that's distracted and you're watching the cues, if they're nursing while they're not going to bite you, they can't. Mm -hmm. It's when they start slowing down, start looking around, you know, that's when, that's when you should be scared and you get out of there. It's actually a lot, too, at the beginning before the letdown happens, too. Like yes. more of a, hey, focus on me because that'll make this process go along a lot, go along a lot faster. Right. Look at me. Look at me. Mm-hmm. I'm your everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I wonder how moms with twins deal with this. That would be an yeah. interesting, interesting topic for our twin t- uh, twin episodes that we have. Yeah, funny. <laughs> yeah. well, I know, but they really, I really didn't have much of a biting issue though. So I mean, but can you imagine like having to worry about two little piranhas on your boobs like that? <laughs> that would be crazy. You'd be like trying to look at one baby's cues and be like, wait, 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 what's the other baby doing? You know, I'm assuming you're tandem feeding them, but that could be a real big challenge. But for Fortunately, I guess, you know, we didn't have to deal with that too much. So, All right. Okay. Thank you so much to everyone for being part of today's show and for sharing their experience. If you're a member of the Boob Group, then be sure to check out the bonus content for this episode where we'll discuss what moms did to wean their babies after teething. Because we have to be realistic. Once a baby starts to teethe, some moms decide to wean. 
We have a question from one of our listeners. This is part of our Ask the Experts segment where we pair up your questions with lactation consultants who can answer them. And this question comes from Delilah. And Delilah writes, Hi, everyone. My name is Delilah, and I'm a new mom to Isaac, who is one month old. Lately, he has been really fussy. After I finish feeding him, I burp him, and I put him to sleep when I know he's in a deep sleep. Usually, he stays asleep and he keeps sleeping, but now he's been more fussy. I put him in the crib, and a few minutes later, he's crying again. Today, I went to the pediatrician, and he said if I keep doing this, then I'm making things more difficult for myself, as I am teaching him that sleeping on me is the only option. Please give me some advice. I am breastfeeding 100%, and this is kind of hard. What do you guys think? Hi, Delilah. This is Michelle Stolberger, an IBCLC from the Metro DC area. One month olds can definitely be challenging because it seems like once you have the routine down, it changes. In this case, I would look at what's happening during the day. It could be that your baby is more awake now and can go for longer stretches between sleeping. In addition, make sure that you're burping thoroughly and you can talk to your doctor about signs of reflux and how to safely keep your baby at an angle while sleeping to see if that helps. Have you considered trying baby wearing with a wrapper carrier? That can help you keep your hands free. Just remember, this too shall pass. If you feel that the nursing continues to be an issue, reach out to a local IBCLC for a consult and more information. Good luck. That wraps up our show for today. Thanks for listening to The Boo Group. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, Newbies for Newly Postpartum Moms, Parent Savers for Moms and Dads with Toddlers, and Twin Talks for Parents of Multiples. This is The Boob Group, where moms know breasts. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, Please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. How would you like to have your own show on the New Mommy Media Network? We're expanding our lineup and looking for great content. If you're a business or organization interested in learning more about our co-branded podcasts, visit our website at newmommymedia.com. Thanks to all our Boob Group Club members. Here's your extra bonus content. So we've talked about breastfeeding challenges when babies bite. Some moms choose to wean their baby at this time. How did you wean your baby? Are you considering weaning your baby? I would love to know what your story is. I actually am not considering weaning this time. I, I, as I said before, it was kind of out of necessity 
from being pregnant to having to wean my oldest, and this one I'm trying to power through it so much. And I mean, I have noticed, and I didn't say it before, that it's really only been on one side that he tends to bite more often, so I don't know if it's really about that side, but I'm, I'm, like I have this goal in my mind that it's made. I'm making it to a year this time. I don't Good care. So, <laughs> and that could be about your latch being different on that side. You should talk to your IBCLC about that. Yeah, or just try and notice if you're holding him a little differently or her, him, her, him. Her. Um, him. And it's funny that it's my left side, and it always was his preferred side. Always. Mm. So my letdown was stronger. I had a more supply. Like I was a little lopsided for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and now all of a sudden he prefers the right side. So interesting. Hmm. Well, and I just want to reiterate to all those wonderful moms out there breastfeeding. Don't give up when the biting starts. It doesn't last long. You can get through it. Don't let that be the reason that you wean. Fantastic. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today. Hey mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.